living the good life full of goodbyes. My eyes are on the gray sky saying I don't want to come home tonight. Oh, I'm from the city of the 915 where all the girls are pretty and they're down for the hype. All my boys are with me going up for the night. But who cares? Who cares? So fun. Aren't these students doing a great job so far? So fun. Man, I love it that students get to take over a Sunday morning. You know, I was a youth pastor for 10 years before we planted Living Church, and so I believe in the next generation, and so it's our honor to give ministry away, not only today, but all throughout the year. Man, so many exciting things are happening. Listen, I want to let you know, like Sophia said, next week we're starting a brand new series called Peace and Power, where we're going to walk through who the Holy Spirit is. You know, a lot of times we have a very clear understanding who God the Father is, and understanding who Jesus the Son is, because we know about fathers and we know about sons, but when we get to the spirit thing, sometimes we have a little confusion. And so I'm really looking forward to getting into this series, so I want to encourage you to be here as we dive into that topic over the next few weeks. Also next week, something exciting that's going to be happening, we're doing a little mini renovation here uh, in the room. We're going to put some new carpet on the stage, and we're going to make a difference to what you see every single week. You know, I remember a little over four years ago, going to a lumber yard and getting all this reclaimed lumber and throwing it on my truck and trailer and bringing it here to the church. And we had some men come up with nail guns and helped us put it all up. And we wanted to make something that looked nice. And then we put these four screens up and they've done pretty good, except for that one that blinks all the time, be making me crazy, right? And so we knew that this wasn't the long-term solution, but then as we've begun to grow and we're charging to build a new building on our property, we were like, well, man, how much money do we want to put into this place? And so there's been this struggle. You know, every single week here at Living Church, we have about a thousand people that will come on a Sunday in between our four services, but online every single week, a thousand people are watching these services all over the country. And so we realized that, man, we need to put some effort into creating a better product for people that are watching online, that we can have a better experience for them. And so we started to pray and look into buying an LED wall. An LED wall is just like a giant jumbotron television that allows us to do more things creatively. But can I tell you, 
they're expensive, right? And so we're looking into building this building, and I'm like, man, I don't want to spend any money because we want to save so we can get out of the property. But who knows that favor ain't fair sometimes? That you pray for something, God will open doors that you don't even expect. And so God opened a door just about two weeks ago, and we uh, kind of stumbled into an opportunity that we couldn't miss. We're getting a amazing deal on an LED wall that we're bringing in next week, almost a third of the regular price, and so super excited about that. The great thing about it is that we're able to take it into the next building, and so we're taking, we're, this is our first piece of technology for the next building, and so super pumped about that. So when you walk in next Sunday, the room's going to look a little bit different. Be praying for us. we got a lot of work to do this week, but it's going to be fun. wanted to let you know so you don't walk in and go, what is that? I thought you are building a building. We are building a building, and this is going to go with us to that place, and so man, so excited. Uh, about that. You know, I'm so honored uh, that Pastor Parker and Casey are youth pastors here at Living Church. They've been doing an incredible job. And so, Parker, would you come with our students? We've got a student panel that's going to come this morning. You know, they did a great job in the first service sharing their hearts and their stories. Parker, I love you, man. Proud of you. You're doing a great job. He's his son of the house. And so, I remember when this dude showed up as a teenager. And, uh, and so God's done so much. We used to do uh, pep rallies at Legacy yeah, High School, yeah. and I'd go up to Legacy, like, what's up, Mansfield? You know, and I'd do that. I'd go into my youth pastor zone, and he was a student there and would help, and we just got connected. And so, man, honored, great job. Love Thank you, you Pastor. Have fun. Absolutely. All right, let's do this thing. Can we give it up for our pastors one more time? Come on. Oh, yeah. Hey, I am uh, I'm honored to be here as, as, as much as I am with these students here. And man, before we get into anything crazy tonight, I just want to take a quick second um, because I couldn't do what I could do. We couldn't do what we could do without you guys. And so thank you guys. Can, we, can, can you give yourself a round of applause real quick? And then one more. Um, if you are a living youth leader in here, you serve on a Wednesday night, you volunteer on a Wednesday night, could you stand up for me? I just want to take a second to honor you guys. Come on. Yes, all these guys right here. Yeah, for real, from my heart to y'all's, I couldn't do uh, what we do without you guys. So thank you so much. These guys pour so much of their time and their energy. We don't just believe in volunteers, but we believe in leaders. And so these guys are leading the house and loving every minute of it. So thank you guys. I know I'm not the easiest to, uh, to lead with, but thank you guys for dealing with me anyways. And so, man, I am so excited for today in Student Takeover. Hasn't this morning been fantastic? It's been incredible. Um, and so today, real simply, we're just going to do this. Um, we have some students up here, um, six of uh, just some students that have been doing some incredible things in our youth ministry. And man, if I could bring up every single student in our youth ministry up here on the stage to tell you the life change that they've encountered, not just because of a building or because of the people within it, but because there's a, uh, a God who's been working in them, man, I absolutely would. And so I know for the parents and for the adults in the room, you guys, like, and even for myself, like, I'm not, I'm not that much older than these guys, and I'm even fine a hard time understanding what they're trying to say sometimes. And so there's some crazy lingo, some crazy language going on out there. And so I just want to take a moment to see uh, from these guys and teach us a little bit about, uh, you know, some of the lingo. If you walked into a high school today or a middle school, what are some things that we should know um, that would help us kind of, you know, be hip and cool? You know what I'm saying? All right, Carly, do you want to start us off? Teach us a little bit something what we should know. Okay, so first thing you got to know for sure is, and I, oop. Say that, I'm sorry, what? And I whoop. And I whoop. And I whoop. And I whoop. Yep. yep. Am I saying it right? There's yeah. a W Ooh. in there. Oop. O O P. It's okay. So what is what it's does like, that mean? You say it if like someone got burned or someone got dissed, uh, like something's going down. Third degrees. And I whoop. Oh, and I. So it's like a oh snap, like that's crazy. Uh, yeah. Something and a little bit like oh snap. 
old snaps out of here, I guess. Um, so, and I, whoop, that's, that's good. All right. Caden, now I don't know if you guys know, but my friend Caden here is an cr- incredible dancer. This boy can dance. I'm, I'm serious. And so, Caden, teach us a little bit of a, like, what's a cool dance move that students are doing nowadays that's, like, hip and cool? Okay. It's called the woe. Just- the woe? You, oh, oh, okay. All right. So, so how, what is that? What is it called? The woe. The woe. Like, whoa. Whoa. Hit it one more time. Oh, okay. So you hit this. Is that just like any time you could do that whenever? Is there like appropriate times and inappropriate times to do that? Eh. Eh. <laughs> so you can just like get crazy with it. Just go crazy. All right, just go crazy. All right. All right, well, uh, there's a dance move for you guys. You know, you guys learn that's like driving a, driving a bus or a car or something. I don't know. Um, Janae. Now, Janae's got all kinds of crazy quirks, and I love it. So, so teach us. So what's one? That we need, that we should know about. Um, so something's like funny. Instead of laughing, you go, and it's like. Hold on. <laughs> I'm not about no snakes up in here. So what? Is, what is that? <laughs> so like, if something's funny and you don't like really want to laugh, or someone says something really, weird, like it's not that funny. Yeah, it's not that it's funny. It's like S K though, not yeah. S S S K S K. Like a snake with like a stuttering problem. Like a stuttering. Like I can't really do that well. <laughs> okay, I just thought you laughed. Yeah. Like I just thought it's something. No, no. no. we're like changing human nature. Yeah. It's like no, nah, yeah. just you say these random words. All right, <laughs> I'm, hey, I'm down for it. Okay, and then McKinley, you know one that I think's real popular. Yes. What is that? Um, well, this one you say when like somebody says something for the like, first the first time, or like the drama is being told to everybody, oh. and you go, "Oh, that's the tea, sis." That's the tea, sis. Yeah, you can even do like like the tea. Like you know? oolong yeah, chai. Yeah. Like what? What are we talking about? Well, like. Well, like, if somebody says, like, oh, uh, I did this today and, like, this happened, you can be like, oh, that's the tea, sis. Is that, okay, is that the same thing as spilling the tea? You no, spill? no, spilling the tea is, like, you're telling it. But oh. Then, but, like, like, hearing it, you would say, oh, that's the tea. Like, oh. you're spilling it, but that's the so tea. So that's kind of like the, I uh, whoop, the, uh, sure. the, that thing. Yeah, the but whoop. then the, the sis at the end, you don't have to say it, but it just adds that little sass, like, Sis, you can't. You know, can you like, say bro instead? Can you no, say like that's you the cannot. that's a sis, bro. That's the no. that's the protein, bro. That's the protein, bro. Can you say that? It's the same thing. Nah, nah. No, it's so it's just that's universal. Yeah. Okay. All right. Everyone you guys, you guys feel like you're like in the students' culture now. You guys get it? I understand. I I speak I speak uh, high school too. Um, so those are some cultural references that, uh, hopefully you guys can now use if you pick up your son or daughter from school and you can just be like, hey son, whoa, how was your day? You'll totally be cool. I swear it works every time. They'll, you're gaining their respect is what's happening. Um, and, uh, and so we're just going to start off with some questions today, man. I'm so excited to be able to interview some of our students today about some crazy stuff. So obviously, Wednesday nights, man, we have an incredible time. That's when uh, our youth group meets here in this building exactly on Wednesday nights at 630, and then service starts at 7. We have an incredible time. We've been making tons of memories in this past year. And so real quickly, I just want to go down the line. Let's actually start with Easton. We'll go this way. What are, what are some of your favorite memories from Living Youth? Uh, well, first off, my name is Easton. Uh, I go to Mansfield High. I'm a junior. And one of my favorite uh, <clears throat> things that we do at youth is that we just hang out. We kind of have fellowship. Uh, we go to the park a lot, uh, just hang out, play volleyball. And, you know, it's good to be surrounded with people who who do like-minded things with you. And not only just like, uh, you know, at school there's bad influences and bad things that go on. 
And, you know, at youth, you get to really uh, grow your faith and grow your friendships with other people and just just be steady in the church and what all that it stands for. Come on. Yeah, because we don't just have we don't just hang out on Wednesday nights. Yeah. But, man, throughout the week, we want to be able to hang out, get outside together. Outside the walls, yeah. Yeah, outside the walls. Like, Sunday morning doesn't just have to happen here on Sunday mornings, but it can happen outside of Sunday mornings. That's why we do life groups. Come on, somebody. Get plugged in, y'all. Um, and and then, uh, McKinley, what's something, uh, what's one of your favorite memories? Um, for me, uh, it's probably, we go to youth camp every year, and this year, we won Camp Champs. Come oh, on, yeah. somebody. Yeah, yeah. If y'all, you, you may not understand the importance of what she just said, and that's okay. I get it. Like, some of you haven't experienced the gloriness of no. camp, but... Uh, McKinley, y'all, we've been going to camp for a long time now. Oh, yeah. Now. I've, I've gone to camp like six or seven times yeah. now, and I have never won Camp Champs. And Camp Champs is basically like throughout the week you're gaining points against other teams that are different colors or blue team. Blue team's obviously the best team, so I have a blue rug, you know. But um, <laughs> so we're the blue team, and we won over two million points more than the yeah. other team. So we completely dominated. Like I don't know if you understand. Dude, it was ridiculous. But it was the biggest. It was the biggest favor ain't of fair. My life I've ever experienced. Come on. All right. I promise you, I'm not over it still. Yeah. No. We still wear our t-shirts every day. It's it's like a ritual. Um. And then Christian, man, what's what's an incredible uh, uh memory that you have? Um, I think a, a good memory is probably um when we went on the Vegas trip oh, and yeah. um. One of the days we're serving with one of these uh, organizations, and uh, we got to feed, like, the homeless and stuff under this bridge and everything. And it was just a cool experience and good fellowship. It just was hot. (laughs) Good fellowship. It was hot. We were in Vegas, y'all, and luckily it hadn't gotten to, like, triple digits just yet. But, man, it was incredible. Such an incredible time. Got to see students grow in incredible ways. Janae, what are some things that you remember or some great memories you hold dear? One of my favorite memories is when we changed – spark to living youth because we got to partner with the living church and not just be separate and we came together and I think that's just really good that we get to connect with the adults and get mentors and just grow as a family and everything yeah absolutely we are the we are the youth group of living church like we are a part of this family like it's not a separate organization or 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 separate entity so that's awesome Kaden what's another memory you have bro uh my favorite memory would probably be Camp champs. Oh, yeah. Family. Come on. That's okay. It's the best. Oh, yeah. And then Carly. Um, my favorite memory actually happened like two weeks ago. We had a guest speaker named Nick Franklin, and he gave me a personal prophetic word from the Lord about my future and like how God's got me, and he also liked my shoes. <laughs> hey, they were awesome. You saw them in those videos. Like, there were some cool shoes. Um, so, yeah, we have a lot of incredible memories, a lot of incredible things that we do on Wednesday nights, man, and it's so exciting. I'm blessed and honored that I get to be a part of it and that we get to be a part of it. And so I want to start off the questions with my friend Caden right here because some of you guys said, what? Um, some of you guys may not know, but we actually do here uh, at, at Living Church, we have something called Sweet 456, which we do outside in those portables where if you have a fourth, fifth, or sixth grader, man, they get to come out there with uh, me, Casey, and I, and some of our other incredible leaders, man, we get to pour into them. And so sixth grade are actually able to come to youth and so Caden man you've been able uh, to come to youth so you're one of our youngest dudes so what's it like being one of the youngest students here at Living Youth? Yeah uh, transferring from Sweet 456 to youth is like a big change because everyone is way older than you. I didn't really go to youth before I went to camp but when I went to camp it was like everyone's older than me so I was like terrified and I didn't really know anybody 
And so, um, but after from camp, uh, I had so many new friends, and it was just the best, and I got closer to God. Bro, it didn't matter how old you were, because you even brought a friend with you, man, and, like, it was incredible to see, like, he's not just, like, a little brother, like, everybody's just kind of like, yeah, whatever, man, you're here, cool, but, like, he's a part of it, everyone's like, you guys may not know what dabbing it up means, but it's not, like, drug-related, it's like, it's like, you know, like, come on, dab me up, bro, you know, that kind of thing, everybody's so welcoming, and, man, it's been so cool to see even uh, our sixth graders being involved with, like, our seniors and our juniors and stuff like that. Um, and then let's move on to our uh, third question. What are some ways that Elsie has given you guys a chance to grow in your giftings, your talents, your abilities, those kinds of things? Um, for me, I think it's just uh, I started in Living Kids, actually. I went up on that stage as a kindergartner and danced my heart out. Um, so that's kind of where I, like, understood, oh, worship is what I want to do with the rest of my life, and it's where I want to be, what I want to do. Um, and then I went to, when I went to youth, I joined the worship team within the first year and for the longest time being on this stage was a dream and I got up on here for the first Wednesday night and it was just something that was like so like astonishing but it felt right and it felt like I was using the gift that God had given me to just spread it with everybody but it's kind of terrifying being young I relate with Caden on that Uh, it's kind of scary being young and leading the people who are older than you I'm a freshman in high school and I'm, I'm leading our youth worship team. And it's, it's, it's crazy, but it's such an awesome experience that I never dreamt that I would have. Um, but it's scary. And so I, I would tell you, if I could tell anything to any of you, I would tell you that if God gave you a gift to be confident in it and to not be scared about it, because, not, because holding that gift for yourself and not doing anything about it, it won't do anything for you. You got to show everyone this is the gift that I have and work in it, walk in it. Because if you just keep it to the side, then you won't be improving the gifts that God has given you because that's what happens, you know? Right, yeah, but you stepped in confidence of it. And you're not going to yeah. rock it the first time you try something, but man, you've been no. killing it and growing in it. And so you just get better as time goes. Man, that's awesome. Janae, what is, uh, what is something that Living Church has given you? Why are you laughing? You just excited? Yeah. You just excited me? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, no, man, so what, what's something that uh, Living Church has done for you that you've been able to grow in and, and get an opportunity? Um, Living Church has given me an opportunity to go and work on my photography and my creative skills with editing. Um, just being able to come on Sunday and Wednesday and take pictures of the youth worshiping or just interacting with each other. Um, even doing, like, announcements or sitting on this panel is a great opportunity because it allows me to be more confident when I speak in front of people and just walk in confidence with the Lord and know that he's with me. Dude, that's awesome. And then uh, last but not least, Easton. Uh, man, you've been growing in some incredible ways, man. I've seen God move, and, like, anything this dude touches, he turns to gold. Like, he's able to – it makes it kind of makes me mad sometimes because you're so good at anything you do, bro. So what are some ways that God's kind of opened up some doors for you to grow in? Uh, yeah, you know, when I started uh, here at youth, I started playing the drums uh, ever since sixth grade. Got up in the got up in the drum cage and just kind of started figuring it all out. Really, um, started playing around, uh, growing, you could say, uh, in my talents, and uh, didn't didn't just stop there. Uh, knew there was more, and so I started taking photos uh, on a Wednesday, on Sundays too, and just kind of developed uh, what I had inside for me. And for what uh, talents I had there as well. And uh, now I get to say that I play on Sundays and shoot on Sundays uh, as well as Wednesdays. And just being able to uh, build my talent in a house that supports me and uh, 
allows me to do something. Dude, That's I good. love what you just said that supports you because yeah. no one ever just like handed it to him and was like, bro, just do it and just learn on your own. But like there were things in him that he yeah. said, man, I want to try this and I want to do better at it. And bro, you weren't always fantastic. Like now yeah. you're just incredible and just do all the things and that's great. Um, but for real, like you had to step into that. You had to take the confidence and the faith to step into for that, sure. bro. And so that is literally incredible. So there are some things that we've been learning all throughout the year and things that, you know, you wish you could tell yourself, like anyone ever been like, man, I wish I could have told my freshman self this and I wouldn't have done this. And it gets kind of weird. Is that the right time? Do I use it right? No, probably not. That's all right. Um, and so knowing what you know now, what's something that you would tell yourself a year ago? We'll start with my man, Caden. So fifth grade, Caden, what would you tell yourself? I would tell myself a year ago not to be so shy and like open up to people at the church and try to make more friends. But uh, also, um, uh, sorry, Parker, but I never really paid attention in 406. What? <laughs> you were just using me for my ping pong table and my switch out there? Are you serious? Oh, man. Yeah, I would definitely tell myself to pay attention because when I went to camp, I just felt something and I started paying attention. I got way closer to God. That's good. And it was just great. So I would tell myself to pay attention, and I would also invite the friend, his name is Dez, yeah. who invited the camp, so it could have made it, uh, I would invite him earlier so it could make an uh, impact on both of us earlier. Dude, that's awesome. I, as, as sad as I am to hear what you just said, I am also super excited. I'm also super excited, bro, that you're stepping in. It just took Pastor Trust and preaching at camp to really speak to him, you know what I mean? <laughs> He was going to wait to hear from me. Um, but, man, seriously, it's been super exciting to see you grow in, in some new ways. Because, like, come on. Like, it's hard being young and trying to really, like, we, we feel like we can't preach the gospel. But, man, he's been doing it. And just the fact that he's saying, man, I wish I could have gone back a year ago and said, hey, Des, come to church with me. Because that was Des's first time here or at camp in general, right? And, dude, he had the greatest time. He was, like, the smallest kid there, but yet one of, like, the biggest hearts. And so it was incredible um, to see. Janae. You ready? See, I always got that. You ready? Yeah. What is something that you wish you could tell yourself a year ago? Um, it'll probably be like, stop feeling like you're alone and don't be sad and be negative about everything. And just to get more connected. Because when I first came here, I felt like I didn't like have anyone to love on me. But all it took was one person to come show me love and make me feel like I'm connected. And now I'm here today with all these wonderful people. <laughs> um, <laughs> and just been given so many opportunities i'm so thankful yeah, yeah. come on yeah so you would just ask yourself continue step out because a year a janae a year ago and janae now for me at least two completely different people yeah. like a year ago janae was like very closed off and like not like her at heart same person but sometimes it's hard to shine when we feel like we're disconnected or closed off like your real personality like you may be sitting in here right now and you may feel like your real personality hadn't even shown yet because you're afraid you haven't been connected yet and Janae's literally one of those people who like she's a culture changer like she's the one who grabs people and she's like hey let's do this thing like I remember what it was like so let's do it so Janae girl awesome um and then who do we have McKinley what would you tell and you were in middle school last year so huge change right freshman in high school now wow that's crazy <laughs> what would you tell yourself a year ago um for me I would tell myself uh well, personally, I'm very fast moving. I always run as fast as I can when I'm doing things. I go as fast as I possibly can because uh, I always know that there's more. And so sometimes too prematurely, I say what's next. 
Um, but I do that, and I am not finished with what I'm done with what I'm doing right now. Um, so I'll say what's next, but I haven't finished and completed the assignment that God has given me in this current season that I'm in. Because uh, sometimes it's good to walk down the street instead of run to the corner and sprint to the next side. Because um, sometimes you just need to be able to walk and look at the scenery before you can you know, go and turn onto the next street to see what else God has for you. Um, so I feel like a year ago, I would tell myself, slow down, slow down, because yes, there's more, but you got to focus on what's right here, right in front of you. Yeah. And that's incredible that you're already looking ahead. Come on. Yeah, we can clap for that. That's awesome that you're already looking ahead to see what's next. But yeah, even as high schoolers and middle schoolers, like we got to learn to slow down a little bit. Christian Nava, what is something that you would tell yourself a year ago? Because I know I know there's been a lot, and you've been growing in a lot of ways. So what, is some, what are some things that you would tell yourself a year ago? Um, a thing I would tell myself a year ago would probably be um, to just keep being patient and just, like, it may be still, but, like, there's something coming. Right. So just be, just stay patient and be ready for that and also be more confident in myself. Yeah, be more confident. Come on, we could all use a little bit of that. That's awesome. Hey, and our last and final question for this morning feels like, man, we've been, we've just been running. We need to slow down a little bit. Uh, our last and final question is probably one of my favorite questions out of today's topic, but what's the biggest thing that God's done in y'all's lives since you've attended LC or Living Youth in general? Carly, we'll start with you. I mean, it's a crazy story because uh, I've been coming to LC for about a year now, and it was kind of a thing where I was just coming to one service on Sunday with my parents. And it kind of just became part of a routine that I just got used to. It was like typical Sunday, let's get up and go to church. And I was just so, I like wasn't connected at all. I knew no one. And every single time I came, I was so scared to even say hi to anybody because I was scared of what they would think of me or what if they didn't like what I was wearing or what if they didn't like my personality. But that's not true at all. And I spent so many months building up that fear. And eventually this summer, my parents pushed me to go to camp, and I went with a friend who didn't even go to my church, and I still had this fear built up of like, oh my gosh, what are they going to think of me? Like, what if they don't like me? And so I ended up going to camp, and when you're stuck with p people for a week, you're kind of forced to talk to them. <laughs> so I ended up opening, opening up to them about my fear of not being welcomed or not being included any in anything. And they just looked at me and they're like, that's crazy because we love you and your family so much already. And all of these months have gone by without us like even getting connected with you. So we're like, we're so ready to like get to know you more. And they were just welcoming me with open arms. And I was just so happy that that's the way it was. And I came back from camp just excited about also a new relationship with God and this new relationship with friends. And I came back with a family of people who I know I can feel safe with and open up to about anything. And there will be no judgment, and they've got me in anything. And ever since then, I've been coming to every Wednesday and Sunday, and I'm now just connected so much. And I'm just so happy it's like that because I can look into the future of what God has for me with me and his relationship and the relationship I have with these people up here and so many more. And I can just let go of the past and all that fear I built up and just look into the future. Yeah, and I think, I think it's crazy because 
While God's doing a miracle in, in someone's, someone else's life, he's also doing a miracle in another person's life because of the miracle that that person has. Like for Carly, with her, when her, with her coming to camp, it impacted me because now she's my best friend. And so now, without, now that she's connected, I didn't know her a year ago, but now I know her and now we're closer than ever because I, God answered my prayers by doing a miracle in her life. It's cool. Come on. Yeah. We saw so many. The greatest thing we saw from camp was that not only were individuals' lives being changed, but us as a family were getting grown. Like, people were coming together. New relationships were being born. It was such an incredible uh, sight to see. And so our last and final person uh, for this morning, Christian, what is the biggest thing that's happened not only in you but your family in the time that you guys been here at LC? Um, so I think the biggest thing that's happened here at LC is um – when my family first came, is that we got clo- uh, we became closer together, but also um, closer to the church. And before coming to LCA, I used to be really the only one into the church thing, and I used to go to this um, this little youth group, and that's where I really learned and fell in love with God. And um, I was able to come home and tell my family and my parents about a God that like could change families, and that's what I wanted. And um, at the time, I. My family was really broken. My my parents were always fighting. My mom was an alcoholic, and uh, just like my parents were very, very close to getting a divorce, and it was just really tough for me. But um, just having the fellowship of a youth group really helped me push through that, and I was just able to reach my parents and my family, and just and then a, I think a couple weeks had gone by. My brother came home and said. Um, Hey, my Spanish teacher, Ms. Babu, came in and told me, she's like, hey, um, y'all should come to our church. And so we did, and we just fell in love, and now my dad works here. And, like, yeah. now my mom yeah. is heavily involved, yeah. and yeah. just. Yeah. And um, just God's closed so many doors, but he's also opened so many opportunities. And I get to, I get to thank God every day, like that he put a calling on a little 14-year-old to change his family's life. Come on, yeah, we can clap for that. Man, something that Christian won't say about himself, but because of a 14-year-old's faithfulness, his family's uh, heritage, or his family's life was literally changed. Like completely, 180 degrees, completely flopped around. And I remember three years ago, bro, when you stepped in this ministry and you were just like a 14-year-old who knew he loved God and wanted to be connected. And regardless of how connected you felt or regardless of how alone you may have felt in that season, bro, is because you continued to love and continued to be the light of Jesus, that your entire family is now changed and that your dad is a, a connection pastor here at LC and that your mom is connected in all kinds of ways. Like the reason that your family is doing what they're doing, like your kids and like your brother's kids will now be impacted because of a 14-year-old's faithfulness, bro. And that's wild. Yeah. And so this morning, all we want to do is we want to show that God doesn't just only do things through the congregation and through Pastor Trust and the pastors here, but there's a serious generation being brought up right now that is God-centered and God-focused. It may take some time to narrow their vision on, on what God has for them, but dude, incredible things are not just happening here in Mansfield, but all over the world. There are uh, students their age rising up and believing that there's a God who loves them and loves their family even more. Living Church, can we thank and give a hand to our students this morning? Come on. 
You guys are dismissed. Thank you, guys. Come on. Well, Living Church, I am honored to be here this morning with you guys. And, man, I'm just so thankful. Students, Living Youth, you guys are literally incredible. Every day, every Wednesday, you guys seem to surprise me. I remember just standing uh, in first service worshiping, and I remember, you know, our worship team did, did an incredible job this morning, and I'm worshiping, I'm worshiping, and sometimes, like, you're, like, expecting some hiccups. Like, you're expecting, like, oh, man, like, you guys are going to do great, and I, I know, but, but, man, there could always, you know, something happen, and, man, like, every week, you guys continue to impress me. And I'm so honored and thankful that I get to stand here and, uh, and serve as the youth pastor here and with my incredible wife and our incredible team of leaders that we have here. But can I tell you that things haven't always been this good, that I haven't always had it this good in my entire life, that when I was in high school, you know, several, several years ago, man, I felt like I was far away from God and that I didn't really know that I had a place in this world. Like, I didn't know what my purpose was. I was just kind of floating by day to day and living for myself, got caught up with the wrong crowd doing stupid high school stuff. I know none of us in here have no idea what stupid high school stuff is, but you know, that's okay. <laughs> and man, we get caught up in stuff that we really never would have expected for ourselves. Whether you grew up in a church or you grew up religious, or maybe you're just now walking back into the Lord's presence and you're walking back into a church family, can I tell you that he's always there? Can I tell you that he's always right there next to you? No matter how far away you feel like you've ran from him or no matter how far I know for myself that we feel like he is from us that I believe that there's a God who has inhabited those who believe in him. He's inhabited and he's made your heart his home, that he wants to live in you. And so if, we, if we've been talking today, if you've been hearing a 14-year-old or a 16-year-old's testimony about how far away they went from the Lord or how disconnected they may have felt, can I tell you that that can speak to you? that I believe there's some people in this room who feel like, man, I'm 40 years old or I'm 27 years old or whatever your age may be, wherever, whatever season of life you may feel in right now. And can I tell you that you can be far away? That sometimes it's, we, we recognize that we're in a place that we didn't want to be or that we didn't imagine ourselves to be. Maybe you showed up here just kind of by, on a coincidence you may feel like, but can I tell you there is a real reason that you're here this morning. I know our students have been having a fantastic time, and what an opportunity for them. But, man, what an opportunity for us to hear that there are 12-year-olds changing the world and changing the lives of their friends around us. And if a 12-year-old can do it, so can you. And so if you heard us talking this morning and your heart was starting to get moved and you felt like, man, I've been far away, and I know what it feels like. Can I tell you, I remember what it felt like, that my family was broken. I connect with Christian story a lot. Because at a certain point in time, my parents' relationship was completely broken. My family was broken. I felt like I was holding pieces and ends together as a 16-year-old. Can I tell you, a 16-year-old student, kid, shouldn't feel like they're having to hold their family together. And I stand here now on the other side of victory because now my parents serve. They lead a life group. They're here in the church leading in incredible ways. And they stand in a place of victory. And if he can do it for me, if he can do it for them, Christian's family, my family, he can do it for you too, no matter what stage of life you may be in.